This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Pixar's new animated flick, Elemental, opens in movie theaters nationwide this weekend. I spoke to voice actress Sheila Omi about the social commentary of Element City, where fire, water, land, and air coexist. Hey, Sheila Omi. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on WTOP in Washington, D.C. Thank you so much, Jason. It's great to be here. And hello to your listeners. Yes, we are here talking Pixar, Disney Pixar's new animated movie, Elemental, which opens in movie theaters this weekend. I mean, Disney and Pixar have such a great track record for just amazing movies over and over again. When I first saw the trailer for this, it reminded me of almost like a... um, like inside out we in that we're dealing with different feelings and here we're dealing with different elements, you know, natural elements. What's the basic premise of, you know, in element city, what's going on? So it's set in uh, element city. As you said, this is where water, fire, land and air residents all live together. And uh, the story introduces Ember. She's a tough, beautiful, sexy, fiery, quick witted young woman. She's in her twenties. And, uh, she finds a very unlikely friendship with a fun, sappy, go-with-the-flow guy named Wade. And uh, this uh, friendship challenges her beliefs about not just the world that she lives in, uh, but also about herself and her deepest desires. So it's, it's a film in which opposites react. Right. And so I'm assuming I'm assuming that Wade, his last name is Ripple. I assume he's one of the water water people, right? He is. Okay, so we have fire and water trying to get along here and (laughs) who knows what happens. We'll have to watch and see. Um, And really quick. So uh, how how does it actually I want to do a follow up question about how Element City works in general, like um, fire, water, land and air are living together. Are they? living amongst each other or are they like, you know, segregated to different neighborhoods or, you know, what sort of commentary are we doing with that? So basically uh, water moved into this city first. So the city is conducive to water elements. Um, And uh, it was inspired by all kinds of cities all over the world, but especially uh, cities like Venice and Amsterdam that have the, the water canals. And so, as you can imagine, fire elements living in a water town are um, feeling very marginalized and, uh, you know, it's not very comfortable for them. And so they feel uh, very much like immigrants, whereas it it seems like the other elements are getting along just great earth and wind and water. But uh, fire elements are having a bit of a challenge, which is kind of what causes Ember. Ember has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder at the beginning and she's got anger issues. And part of it is, um, you know, 
living in a town that doesn't, uh, uh, that's not easy for her and her family to live in, that they have to protect themselves constantly from uh, getting uh, snuffed out by water. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So that makes sense then. So all these, you know, it's sort of like analogous commentary to, you know, different populations and ethnicities. So what water is sort of what, like the early colonizers, if you will, and not to, for the lack of a better term. <laughs> right. um, and then, and then fi- the fire people, which is, you know, your character and your family in, in the movie, yeah. um, they're, they're, they sort of feel like the, the immigrants trying to work hard and make it in this uh, world. Um, all exactly. right, cool. So, so, uh, so you play, uh, the main character that you mentioned, um, you know, Ember, uh, you play Ember's loving mother, Cinder, uh, nice yes. title. Um, uh, and your husband is Bernie, Ronnie Del Carmen. Um, talk about, talk <laughs> yes. about sort of, um, you know, the, you know, the convenience store you run and, and what your dreams for your daughter, Ember, like, do you want her to take over the store? Do you, you're trying to play matchmaker for, you know, what, what talk about like your dreams for the daughter and the whole family dynamic. So this is this is a little bit of a love story between a father and a daughter um, because um, they just uh, are so connected to each other. And it's it's my husband, Bernie. So I play Cinder, as you said, and Ronnie Del Carmen plays Bernie. And uh, uh, Bernie really wants Ember to grow up and to take over the, the store that we've created in Firetown. And, um, and Ember, you know, being a child of immigrants has a lot of... Uh, guilt and she's very keenly aware of the sacrifices that her mom and dad made to give her a better life so she really wants to uh, make her dad proud and uh to the point of um you know living in a way that might not be the best for her but as long as it makes him happy she's happy to do it um which, which really speaks to uh our our stories as immigrants and the children of immigrants. This story actually was um, written, as you know, and created, uh, directed and co-written by Peter Son. And it um, speaks to his experience as the child of immigrant, uh, Korean immigrants. And it was such an honor for me that he asked me to play the part of Cinder because Cinder to Peter represents his mom in a lot of ways. So that was very special awesome yeah so you're sort of talking about how the filmmaker the creator is uh basing it sort of on his immigrant experience you know from korea um obviously ronnie del carmen you know was born in the philippines and then you uh were were, were you know iranian american you were born in tehran mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um yes so, so lots of you know lots of real life immigrant uh experiences to pull from and that, that can only help boost you know the movie's credibility and feel feel authentic so yes speak mm-hmm. to speak to sort of you know how how you know your your own story um you were born in tehran but was, was it you came over to america la after the iranian revolution of 79 mm-hmm, like so many others but we uh were so fortunate that we just happened to be in la visiting my sister who was going to usc here at the time oh. and the revolution broke out in iran and unfortunately my dad was on an execution list when the new government took over well why and, was that uh, why was that I think because my dad, many, many years before, was a colonel of the Shah's army, and he was a huge philanthropist, and he'd become a um, worked very hard to become a um, very uh, successful businessman. And so I think for for that reason that they felt like you know they they connected him to the other you know to the monarchy, 
Ah. Uh, even though he wasn't, he was very um, actually in his beliefs. He was kind of leftist, even though he was a very uh, successful capitalist. But he was um, he was quite a socialist in his beliefs and really took care of his employees very well. I mean, I have so many stories to tell you. But construction company. It was a construction company he ran, right? It was a construction company. Yeah. 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 That's what my father does. So I, no I yeah, yeah. So yeah. So the construction company, uh, with with more left leaning beliefs. Your dad, you said, but 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 you know, but just because it was during the other regime, he got kind of tied in, uh, connected with that fairly or unfairly. So yeah. you guys decided to just move here. I mean, my dad was definitely a capitalist, but yep. his left leaning beliefs were as far as being good, you know, taking care of people who who right. can't take yep. care of themselves in that way. So, uh, yeah. so, so social look out and be my brother's keeper. kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. And I it think was actually everybody the- can agree with that. Come on. I don't care what actually, side of the aisle you're on. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And I know you appeared in movies like Charlie Wilson's War and TV series more recently like Little America and Tehran. I guess both mm-hmm. of those are on Apple TV Plus. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, talk, talk about just, you know, how, how exciting. I mean, I feel like your career, I don't want to say it's really taking off. You've been doing it for a while. But like in recent years, at least, Little America, Tehran and now Elemental, like you're kind of on a roll. That's got to be exciting. Oh, my God. I am just how excited am I to be I mean, certainly with Elemental, they'll be working with these icons who've created some of the most impactful moments on screen. I just have to pinch myself every day. And then, and of course, as you mentioned, Tehran season three is going to be coming out. I can't give you a date because I don't know. We don't know. Uh, we finished filming and it's so good. So I don't know for um, you know people who are have, have been watching it, um, they're really going to enjoy season three. Awesome. And of course, uh, we mentioned Ronnie Del Carmen plays, you know, your your husband in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people, animation fans will remember that name, um, not on screen, but like behind, you know, off screen, like, a, you know, a story. What was, like, uh, at least, he's a storyboard artist. Yeah, storyboard yeah, he's, he's artist. An incredible storyboard artist. And right. what I've, that, that all of just his storyboards are brimming with emotion and and uh, empathy so you can just imagine when he does a voiceover i just melt when he speaks i <laughs> love his you know the way that he um voices for for bernie and he was also co-director and co-writer of um uh pixar's um uh 
Oh God, I'm blanking. I'm oh, sorry. Well, there's, I'm so... It's all right. I have the whole list for you. I'm jumping in here. All right. So he was, a, um, I guess, like a story supervisor on Finding Nemo and a story artist on Ratatouille and Wally, and did some story like for Up was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I think contributed yeah, a little of the story to Inside Out. Did some story Inside Out. No, no, he was a co-director and co-writer of Inside Out. Yeah, which was an amazing movie. Yeah. Amazing movie. Yeah, I think he amazing. even contributed stuff to like. Coco and Incredibles 2 and Toy Story 4 and Soul and like basically everything has had a hand in the past 20 years if you've (laughs) seen a Pixar film you've seen the work of Ronnie Del Carmen and the work of Peter Song both of them these wizards of yeah well, oh, we we gave Ronnie his, we gave Ronnie his flowers for all of the great Pixar movies in the past. But how about this one? They speak to the animation in this one. Like, what do we? I mean, obviously <sighs> with the with the elements, uh, right? Uh, there's so much like great potential. So yeah, like what? How oh do vi- visually? What do we see? Like, the, tell us about the colors. It is visually stunning. This is the most stunning. Uh, animation that I've ever laid eyes on and it's made for the big screen. So, you know, to imagine that when you're talking about elements, um, like for instance, a fire element, you're not talking about a piece of wood on fire. You're talking about a fire being. So a fire being emits light and is moving all the time and is translucent and transparent in certain uh, parts. And when a fire being is next to a water being that is already so difficult to animate, but the fire is... um it's shedding light on the water being. So the water being is kind of reflecting some of the light off the fire. It is so beautiful and visually stunning. And then the music by Thomas Newman. I mean, it really feels like you are on a journey. It's an experience. It's really beautiful and stunning. And Thomas Newman has done some of the most beautiful scores of all time from right. Shawshank Redemption to the rest. Um, mm. But um, but yeah, I, I, it's it, I can't wait to see it's going to be a, a visual feast by Peter directed by Peter Sohn, who I think did the good dinosaur. Actually, fun fact, I think he, he got did. started as like a summer intern or something on uh, the Iron Giant way back in the day and then went really? on to do the good dinosaur and voice. You know, I think he did voices in like Monsters University and Ratatouille and Lightyear and a right. bunch of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, Peter Son did one of the voices on Ratatouille, the, the brother Emil. And, and also it's a beautiful collaboration. The Good Dinosaur was uh, with Peter Son and Denise Rehm, the producer. And these two are just amazing together what they create. So reunited this time. Yes, they um, are. Well, we dish, dish a little bit on more of your, your other co-stars. Uh, who Who is our ember? Who voices the, the lead? Oh, Leah. Lewis, who is so beautiful, but her voice, this woodsy, raspy, it's, it goes high and it goes low and it just melts my heart to hear this woman's voice. I've never heard such a beautiful voice. And, and she's also a singer-songwriter as well as um, a, an, an actress. But her voice, also the um, the gentleman who plays Wade, Mamadou Ate. Oh, am I a god? Wade is, uh, he's a character that's so compassionate and so loving and just sees the best in all of humanity. And Mamadou is not only beautiful on the eyes, but he's got this voice that just is that. Yeah. Is that compassion, empathy, fun, loving it's great. And of course, Ronnie Del Carmen, 
we talked about oh, Catherine O'Hara. What? <laughs> Played oh, Wade's um, Wade's uh, mother, right? Yes, yes. Wade's mother and um, and Wendy uh, McLendon Covey. Oh, what a fun voice. Toot, toot. <laughs> yes, from the Goldbergs. People, like, there's yes. so many. Yeah, if you want to see, you know, the mom from the Goldbergs and the mom from Schitt's Creek, put them all together in Elemental. This cast uh, is stacked. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Awesome. Well, so I, uh, I have more than enough to work with. Is what else? Is there anything else we want to add be, before before we hop off here? What is there anything we haven't covered yes, yet? Yes, yes. I would like to say to your listeners in Fireish, which is the language we speak, we fire people on elementals. Ishikashus, which means I love you. <laughs> and hopefully everyone will love the movie as well. Again, it's called Elemental. Um, it hits movie theaters this weekend, the latest by you know Disney and Pixar, the great track record. Let's let's uh keep it going with this one. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. This was fun. Thank you so much. So much fun, Jason. Have a great day. You too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.